Italian Wine Podcast. Chin Chin with Italian Wine People. This podcast is brought to you by Lux Wines, importer of fine wines, bringing you exceptional wines from esteemed winemaking families. Allegrini, Argiano, Yerman, Piero Pan, Poggio al Tesoro, Renato Ratti, and Tornatore. Find out more at luxwines.com. Hello, this is the Italian Wine Podcast with me, Monty Warden. My guest today is Bernardino Sani. Bernardino is the CEO of the Argiano Winery in Montalcino. Welcome, Bernardino. Thank you very much, Monty. Hi, everybody. And I'm super happy to be here and to speak a little bit with you about uh, wine in general. Yep. We're glad to have you here. Now, Argiano is an estate, obviously, I, I know well, some people won't know this, but I did some work with them a few years ago on, on organic, so I put that one on the table in the sh- uh, straight away. And now, um, a lot of changes have gone on recently. And since Bernardino has been there, what have been the most exciting moments for you so far at Argiano? So let me start saying that I feel so lucky to be in Argiano because it's one of the most fascinating place uh, in uh, in the countryside of Tuscany. I'm uh, I'm a local, I was born in Siena and I always looked at uh, Arjan as one of the most beautiful property and uh, building in the in the area. Since 2012 we developed so many new projects. We started with uh, a different approach in the vineyards as you mentioned and then we started a micromapping project on the vineyards. We tried to make uh, a very historical and traditional Brunello so we changed something in the cellar. We did the new underground cellar we did uh, start the restoration of the villa that's a huge project that's sure. still going on yeah that's going on at the moment isn't it that is uh, that is yeah a headache also <laughs> yeah i'm sure but what you're talking about our journey already had a very good reputation and what i think you're talking about is you're making what, what a sportsman would call and whatever to prefer to voice these marginal gains these little changes a little change to the winemaking a little change to the barrel aging a little change to the cellar maybe the cellar temperature a little changes to the pruning and the and the work in the vineyard in general all these little changes have made a big difference to the to the wine so in your view how have the wines changed over the last few years in terms of palate weight and in terms of fruit expression so we tried to make wines especially on Brunello and Rosso di Montalcino that are the mostly true to the terroir possible and we tried to make wines with very clear and clean noses fruity noses that is uh, something that I love in the Sangiovese especially when it's young and then uh, with the use of the wood we try to be very light so very gentle not to uh, have wines that are too much uh, woody or oaky and uh, vertical wines so we work on the acidity of the wines okay so in terms of the aging we're going a bit backwards in terms of the doing the winemaking and then the viticulture but this will make sense we'll carry on with the winemaking so what changes have you made in terms of the choice of wood and the age of wood for aging the Brunello we did in 2014 a new underground cellar to have enough space to order new big oak barrels so we started uh, with uh, 5,000, 3,000, 1,000 liters uh, Slavonian oak barrels for the aging of the Sangiovese. Mostly the Brunello di Montalcino and the Rosso di Montalcino are aged in uh, big oak barrels so less barrique and more uh, big oak for the for the Brunello and Rosso. So and instead of, of instead of instead of wood that's in hundreds of liters you're talking about thousands of liters so this is liters. you're getting a slower aging with less loss of fruit. Yeah that's the idea then uh, of course 
we have to start with uh, with a great quality in the grapes and we have to start with uh, a nice high acidity to in order to make wines that uh, can age in a very good way and uh, wines that are very nice fruity expression of Sangiovese. Okay, I was at your in your vineyard recently. I didn't, I didn't see you that day, Bernardino, but I um, saw the vineyard manager Francesco Monari and I saw in your vines um, they weren't like beehives, but they were bees nests, like colonies of bees. Why are the bees and they're, they're there voluntarily? They're not like you've gone and bought gone to the bee shop and, and stuck a load of bees in a vineyard because they know that a journalist has walked past. Why, why are these bees finding Argiano such a nice place to, to come and visit these days? So thanks to you and uh, a few other great mentors that we had in the past, uh, Francesco developed uh, these uh, really these ideas of uh, making uh, of Argiano the most biodiversity terroir possible. And he started in 2012 to work uh, organically and to work the soil in different ways to ban the, key, the use of chemical fertilizers and most important chemical pesticides. So little by little we had the insect coming back and we are happy to say that last year we made the, the first uh, little production of honey from the vineyards, uh, only three cans, so it's a very small production but uh, we are very happy about that because uh, the more little animals we attract in the vineyards, the best it is for all of us uh, and uh, for the wine of course. So one of the things that, I mean, he's not here, the, the vineyard manager Francesco Monari told me, and obviously he's told you, um, I'll try and explain it in a simple way as possible. If you plough a vineyard all the time to get rid of the weeds, what you're doing is you're creating erosion and you're compacting the soil as well by putting a big tractor in. But what Francesco says is you're oxidising the soil. So if you think about it, you're opening the soil up and putting oxygen in there, you think, well, that must be a good idea. Well, in his view, he said, if you do that, because we are in a hot climate in Montalcino, and that's what gives Montalcino its power, this, this hot microclimate, he said you're oxidising oxidizing the soil and because Brunello needs to spend at least 24 months in wood which is a porous container which is oxidative he's saying hang on we're oxidizing our vineyards and then we're oxidizing our wines we can't avoid the oxidizing process of the aging because it's in the disciplinary the rules what we don't want to do is oxidize our vineyards because that will make the oxidation in barrel less strong and will make a wine that's less ageable and will suffer earlier uh, degradation and age and aging premature aging and the way that he's explained i hope i've explained it properly is a really really coherent way and i think anybody um, i have no link with arjana now is it, this kind of approach i think is, is definitely the future and um, what you're what he's doing in the vineyard and what was happening in the winemaking is is coherent it's really coherent and it's you're making a brunello that really can age for the long term with plenty of fruit have i got that right i think uh, I, I couldn't explain yeah. in a better way <laughs> okay i haven't seen bernardino for ages by the way it's not like we, this is me talking from me and this is this is no one told no one's told me to say this. Now, let's talk about Montalcino in general. What are the main markets for Montalcino wines, particularly for Brunello in general? And what are, what are the main markets for Argiano in particular? So I think Argiano respect uh, pretty well the situation of Montalcino in general. North American market is still the most important market for uh, for all the big reds of, uh, of Italy, I would say, for uh, Barolo, for Brunello and for Amarone. Uh, beside that, uh, I'm happy to say that uh, Brunello, especially the good Brunello, and the one that are true to the terroir are developing and expanding even in Asia where they're getting very very popular and of course Europe uh, remain uh, a big domestic market we have some uh, especially in terms of tasting we have some uh, of specialists in Brunello even not only in Italy but also in North Europe uh, in UK and there you get a lot of satisfaction
collection because there you deal with people that uh, knows about the wines and are able to judge uh, the vintages, the difference with, between the, the vintages. But the most exciting situation is for sure with the new younger consumer that are so happy to discover something about us, about our history, about our winemaking style that that is making very exciting our job right now. Sure. What about in terms of, I mean, Multicino in general is a mecca for um, wine geeks, wine lovers, wine importers, whatever. It's full of people all of the time. What kind of visitors do you get? Italian visitors. You're not just not the foreign, but the Italian one. We always ignore the Italians. I mean, Italian tourists, can they, do they come to Argiano to visit? Are they curious or do they just think, oh no, it's like a, it's too expensive or what's the, what's the demographic that comes to visit the estate? We, as Argiano, as me personally, we try to go back to be popular in Italy because I think the most important thing for for a, for a, for a brand and for a winery is to be popular among your own public. In your home market. You, you cannot be successful outside if you're not in your own market. So we are trying to attract the most possible people in Arjana and we are happy to receive everybody. We are happy to receive everybody to explain how we are working, why we are working in a certain way and to show the beautiful of the place. A Italian visitors are usually a little bit more spoiled because of course uh, if you live in Siena you can go in 10 minutes to Chianti Classico, you go Radda, Gaiole, Castellina, then you go south and you go Montepulciano, then Montalcino so you're spoiled in a certain way but uh, I can say that uh, everybody that is coming to Montalcino and have the, for, the possibility of visiting Argiano at least for the beauty of the place uh, they say wow. <laughs> yeah it is a beautiful and it's the it's largest Montalcino, it's the largest comune or commune in the province of Siena I mean it's huge and it's also a little statistic it's got more forest now than it did in the 1800s well, that, that's in terms a, that, of biodiversity yeah that's very good yeah, and just say Argiano is organic and I think um, about one in five estates now in Montalcino is uh, is organic and biodynamic now where do you see the future in terms of sales avenues um, for Argiano either in terms of international markets or the way that you're promoting yourself either online or in other ways you talk about people physically coming to Argiano what are you doing online for example well, that's a completely new thing for us. I have to say that uh, we didn't put uh, so much attention in the past to that uh, kind of uh, methods, but now it's becoming more and more important. I think uh, it's uh, even more impro- important than the traditional way of uh, communicating with people. They knew, I see, I have a 14 year old boy and I see him uh, exploring the things on the internet, going on with the phone uh, to see video, to check things. So I think that for, for the future, we definitely need to find a way to communicate properly and to use properly the social, the so-called social media because uh, sometimes if you use them just to make photos and to show yourself, that's not the, the right thing. Okay, final question. Uh, you're having dinner with your wife, bottle of Brunello on the table. What is your favorite food match? And what is your wife's favorite food match? Because it might not be the same as yours. Wow, that's a great question. Uh, so my wife, <laughs> my wife has a great palate for Brunello, despite that she's coming from Dominican Republic. She loves to have uh, Livornese cod fish that okay. is uh, cold fish but cooked in a particular way with a lot of sauce uh, and uh, tomato sauce and there she likes to have a red wine if you have say, an elegant brunello like the one we're trying to make right now in Arjan with a nice acidity that match very well me I'm more traditional I go for meat and I, I remain with a, a big uh, stick and uh, and a good bottle of red wine but in brunello especially the brunello that I, I like that is uh, vertical with a higher acidity 
acidity. I think uh, tagliatelle with uh, nice ragu sauce, bolognese sauce are still one of the best match. Okay, so ragu with, with pomodoro, with tomato or not? Or not, just, yeah. the, the white one, yeah, the so light, light one. Yeah, that's the lighter one, the one with yeah. no, uh, no, uh, no yeah. tomato. Or a little bit. Yeah, you're in good shape anyway. <laughs> Thank you very so much. So obviously you're you. eating a lot of ragu, but not with... Uh, I, I, you see, yeah, I you're a doing maybe bit of pancetta. Okay, I just want to say thanks to my guest today, Bernardo Sani, who's the big cheese at the Argiano, or Tenuta di Argiano winery uh, in the southern part of Montalcino it's a very distinctive building it's probably one of the biggest buildings um, well it's certainly the biggest building in that particular area it's a beautiful estate I'm a little bit biased because I've got a connection with it but I've put that on the table and I'm really glad that you guys are moving in the direction that you're moving in I'm so happy for you and I'm happy for your uh, insects and birds and bees and I'm very happy for the bees in those um, literally they are beehives natural beehives that the bees created in your vineyard in your vines that's a very rare thing to see and that for me is a great indicator of a winery that's that really is working with nature you can't literally go on amazon and buy bees and stick them in a vineyard <laughs> it doesn't work like that so it's a fantastic sign well done to francesco monari if he's listening to this um, he's doing a great job and um, well done to you bernardino for keeping the team in place and doing what you do thank you so much Monty. all right no worries thank no you worries. good much. to see grazie grazie ciao ciao this podcast has been brought to you by Lux Wines, importer of fine wines, bringing you exceptional wines from esteemed winemaking families. Allegrini, Argiano, Yerman, Piero Pan, Poggio al Tesoro, Renato Ratti, and Tornatore. Find out more at luxwines.com. Follow Italian Wine Podcast on Facebook and Instagram. 